there, firm owners. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you get one actionable lesson each episode to help you quickly scale a systematic firm while improving your lifestyle. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope you've been enjoying the summer so far and that you've been taking a bit of downtime. We've been having fantastic weather here in Montreal. I'm also looking forward to heading out to ZeroCon end of August, and I hope to see you there if you're going. Future Firm, along with several others, will be throwing a pre-con event on August 23rd, the day before the conference begins, so look out for details shortly. In today's episode, I want to give my thoughts on a question I hear often from firm owners. How can I make my staff more efficient? The typical answers include making sure you have the right processes in place, providing the appropriate training on those processes, constantly improving the technology and automation being leveraged in the firm, and or utilizing incentives that are aligned with the organization. If you implement all or any of these elements, there's no doubt your team will be more efficient. But here's the thing, many firms have already implemented all or many of those elements and I still get the same question, Ryan, how can I make my staff more efficient? At a certain point, it comes down to realizing that your team aren't workhorses. Sure, we'd like them to work at the same pace as we do, but realistically, that's not going to happen. Even if you tweak everything to the fullest, how much more efficiency can you squeeze out of them? An extra 10%? We're dealing with humans, not robots here. Most recently, I received the question of how do I make my staff more efficient from a coaching student of mine who was analyzing her timesheets and questioning the work that was being put in by her team and wondering why the work was dragging. When your team is being measured by a timesheet where they're expected to put in X amount of hours per week or month, they'll meet that target, but not necessarily in a fashion that you'll be satisfied with. That's why I like to flip the whole how can I make my staff more efficient question on its head. Instead of managing the inputs, manage the outputs. When I ran my firm, as many of you know, I didn't use timesheets. I don't necessarily push others not to use timesheets, but for me, I didn't want to manage the inputs. Instead, I wanted to manage what actually mattered, which was the deadlines. And managing the deadlines involves making sure that you're assigning the right amount of work to your team in a way that's realistic and in a way where they'll be able to complete the work on time. And to manage the outputs properly, you'll need to have implemented capacity planning, something I cover specifically in episode 55 of this podcast. Namely, capacity planning involves forecasting estimated time on the tasks that need to get done over a period of time, generally at least a month in advance, and then comparing the work hours that need to be done to someone's available capacity. It's an exercise I recommend doing monthly prior to the month beginning and forecast it out over at least several months. Prior to the beginning of the month, you'll engage in a capacity plan and you'll assign work to your team in a way that ensures they're not overworked. As a very simple example, If you estimate that one of your team members has 100 hours of capacity for the forthcoming month and you assigned 95 hours of work to them, that means they'll have an extra 5 hours of excess capacity during the month. So in your eyes, it's realistic for them to complete this work on time. The trick though is to get this employee's buy-in when it comes to the plan. You'd have a meeting, present the plan, and ask them if they foresee any issues completing all this work on time. Once they agree, then the ball is in their court to meet those deadlines. If they meet the deadlines in less time than you had originally forecasted, good for them. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. We had agreed on a plan that we were both fine with. 
the employee is happy because they have more leeway and they don't have someone breathing down their neck, and the firm is happy because the work they need to get done is getting done. Whether they're 10% more efficient or 10% less efficient is of no concern to me. My concern is that the work is done and it's done well. Now, that being said, I'm not suggesting that your team is simply left to their own devices to figure out everything on their own, far from it. They'll need support and guidance to help complete their work, but what I'm suggesting is to think less about efficiency and to think more about capacity management. This approach is also easier to discuss potential issues with the team. With the earlier approach of looking at a timesheet and telling an employee that they're not working fast enough, it's always open to interpretation and debate. It's also an approach that's unlikely to get anything to change. But with the approach of managing capacity and outputs, it's quite easy to have that discussion. We had both agreed on the plan and what needed to be done by when. It then becomes a discussion of why something wasn't completed when it needed to be done. Now, I'm not saying that this approach is perfect. The biggest issue that comes with managing the outputs and capacity is that you're dealing with estimates, and estimates are subject to error. So you'll need to have some flexibility with your team if you see things going off track during the month. To conclude, when it comes to the question of how I can make my staff more efficient, my suggestion is to first focus on capacity management and on focusing on managing the outputs. Once you have something in place there, you'll have an approach that's more aligned with the firm and something that makes more sense for the employee. From there, you'll naturally spot issues that arise with perhaps certain deadlines not being met, and then you can start tweaking for efficiency. Now, if you're looking for help with capacity planning and capacity management to make sure work is getting done on time and that no one is overworked, including yourself, check out my Future Firm Accelerate online coaching membership that has a long discussion thread in the community forums of members comparing their capacity planning methods. You'll get access to a community of close to 500 modern firm owners, along with coaching for where you're stuck in your business, plus all kinds of top-notch trainings that you can follow to help you quickly scale a systematic accounting firm that improves your lifestyle. Go ahead and check it out at www.futurefirmaccelerate.com. So that's all for today. I hope you found today's episode helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.